International Correspondence with NZI Insurance. Peace of mind for New Zealand business. Murray Old's Aussie Correspondence with us. Hey, Muzz. Hello, Heather. Good afternoon. So the Liberal Party can't decide whether it likes the tax cuts or not. Well, I, I, I tell you, I tell you one thing: the uh, the Liberal Party doesn't like it, and um, well, members of the Liberal Party don't uh, don't like it, nor do the Junior Party and the Coalition, the Nationals. A lot of Nationals MPs, Heather, uh, represent uh, you know country electorates, and you can't tell me they're the big end of town by any means. Country uh, centres are struggling. Uh, many people there will welcome these tax cuts. So Peter Dutton's out there today. He's over in Perth. Uh, there's a shadow cabinet meeting over there. Uh, he's accused, basically accused Anthony Dutton of pan- uh, Anthony Dutton, mm-hmm. Anthony Albanese of, of panicking and reversing course uh, on his stage three tax cuts promise uh, because there's a, there's a by-election coming up. He says, uh, you know, he, he, he says uh, Anthony Albanese's lost credibility. Well, the thing is, I think it's Dutton who's losing credibility because he says, uh, you know, we're not going to um, oppose it. We're not going to make up our minds just yet. I mean, Susan Lee, his deputy, came screaming out of the blocks like a startled greyhound the other day, waving her arms around saying, he's broken a promise, we're going to wind it back. Well, someone told her to get back in the box. <laughs> and uh, that was the end of her. We haven't heard from her since. Um, the thing is that um, what, what uh, Albanese's done here is very neatly wedge... Uh, Peter Dutton and the coalition. Here's the thing, though, as we discussed, I think, the other day. It's all about the politics, and Albanese is going to have to really pull his socks up because the political sell of the referendum was dreadful last year. It was just hopeless from the Labor side. And if he's going to try and win over people, all he has to do is just keep selling it well. Because Peter Dutton, is he really going to stand in the way of tax cuts for 11 million people? I don't see that mm, happening. Yeah, fair point. Hey, um, how, how big is this an admission that there is a teaching crisis? Oh, terrible. Look, it's, a, it's, it's a, just a basic fact of life over here. Uh, any teachers in New Zealand, come on over here. Well, you know, absolutely welcome with open arms. This is a crisis, uh, according to the federal government. Uh, the federal government can say that because, of course, the states pay the salaries. Uh, it's a double-edged sword here. Older, experienced teachers, Heather, are leaving and heading into retirement, but there's nowhere near enough younger people signing on to become the teachers of today and tomorrow. In the last 10 years, there's been a 12% drop in the number of young people actually signing up to become teachers. There are 80,000 would-be teachers training at university, we're told this morning, but only 50% will actually finish, and another 20% will drop out after three years. Mm. It's not just a problem of salaries, although, of course, salaries are a big part of it. Workload is an issue, and I can hear people out there going, oh, 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 teachers have got it easy. Well, they don't have it easy. Um, on top of all their classwork, they, they're out there, you know, patrolling the playground at lunchtime, looking after the pedestrian crossing at night, um, admin face-to-face, all of that stuff. Uh, and so teaching is not considered to be a very smart profession over here, and the federal government says it's belled the cat on this. Yep, I, I think, yeah, the old... Um I don't want to say this is unfair. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, given peanuts, you get monkeys. Thing comes to like, you got to, you got to bump up the pay, don't you, in order to attract really, really smart people into the job. Well, yep. Mars, on this shark attack, do mm-hmm. we know what caused the shark to attack? Well, they, uh, the experts have identified the the animal involved as a bull shark. Uh, bull sharks, um, they typically will go feeding at uh, dusk and dawn, and every moment in between, because they're big fellows and they do like. They do like their tucker. And uh, here's the thing. They can identify, too, from the wounds this young woman suffered. She is remarkably lucky. My goodness. 
Swimming in Sydney Harbour, just there, Elizabeth Bay. It's a drive and a five iron from the CBD, for those who know Sydney. And she's in for an evening dip. It was scorching hot here yesterday, very, very warm last night. A neighbour's heard her crying out, help, help, and he's gone running down, of course, as has the entire apartment block uh, that's just adjacent to where it was. Mm. Luckily, miraculously, one of those people is a vet and she's been able to get this woman, grab all the uh, towels and blankets and so on that have been rushed down by the neighbours, and she's tied off the woman's wounds, stopped the bleeding, and has stayed with the woman until the paramedics have turned up. And they say that is a very, very real uh, reason why this young lady's alive today. She's said to be in a stable condition. Here's a stat for you, if you like stats, and I love them. The the people in charge of this uh, counted in the last... 2009 was that 19 last 14 years they've tagged 87 very large bull sharks in sydney harbour from two meters up to three and a half meters so you go swimming at your your risk jeez that big guy Muzz, thank you very much appreciate it murray old australia correspondent for more from heather duplessy allen drive listen live to news talk zb from 4 p.m weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.